Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us yes video stores still exist amongst the rain and swappiness of the New Orleans Bayou and of course as always the very wonderful doggos are in the place you got the Honorable Tesla curling up in a bed with his bone and you got the fantastic Miss Frida going pet me pet me Pet me. I know you're recording, but you can pet me. Frida, I am recording. I will pet you in a second. If you hear those little faint ear flaps, that's the fantastic Miss Frida's faint ear flaps. There she is. Pet me. Well, come on. Pet, pet the Frida. Get up here. Pet, oh, okay. I'm pet petting you now. And of course, the very disembodied voice that is the illustrious Budmeister himself coming in through the airwaves like the potential UFOs that have been released by the Pentagon. Hi everyone, welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show that mostly talks about movies, sometimes cinema-adjacent things like TV shows and video games, and uh, yeah, there's a bunch going on from it raining constantly over here to, uh, oh, if you hear more noise in the background, I found out what it was last time. It wasn't my neighbor's. Uh, the apartment complex that I live in apparently waits until people move out of an individual apartment to start renovating that one instead of like doing them all at once and my next door neighbors apparently had just moved out so they were doing shit there and they've been doing some more shit this morning but not as loud so if you hear some banging uh it's not me or any of the pets that i totally don't have so yeah i, I made um, the assumption that it was the uh apartment complex uh, I, I was worried that people would assume that it was GLaDOS trying to get off of her hinges. No, she's fine. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so. And yeah, UFOs apparently. Yeah. That's a thing. I have to send you that video after we record because it's just like, what the hell, man? Uh, I, we will see. Okay. Uh, but first, let's go ahead and get it started with Godzilla vs. Kong 2021. Monkey. Now, I have to preface this review with the only other movie that I've seen in this new series of of the monster movies, the Godzilla monster movies. The only one I've seen is the Aaron Taylor Johnson Godzilla movie, the one with Brian Cranston in it. Um, Man, you messed up. That's, that's not the best I, one. I know it's not the best one. I haven't been able to see any of the other ones. They're all on HBO Max? I, yeah, my HBO Max subscription just ended. Like, literally the day after I watched this. Oh, man. Because it wasn't... Did you get Did you get through... Did you get through... Did that. you get through the nanny? Yes, we got through all of the nanny. Okay, alright. <laughs> I will mention that later if we have time for a quarantine watch. Well, let's get on. Let's get on with... Let's get on with let's King Kong! And Godzilla. Real quick before we start, I do want to mention... I do want to apologize to our listeners... Uh, if I sound a little bit out of it, a little bit groggy, it's because I got my second dose of my vaccine on Monday, and uh, it's just starting to hit me like a brick wall. Uh, I don't have any flu-like symptoms yet, but whew, it's uh, it's like I got punched in the arm like over and over and over again by a fucking raging barbarian. Ow. <laughs> oh, nerd alert. Nerd alert. Dungeons and Dragons talking. Nerd alert. I'm hoping that's why people listen to the show. Because they're nerds? They know what they're getting into. Y'all know what you're getting into, right? Okay. Sure. Anyway, Godzilla vs. Kong. 
Let's Yeah. So before we start reviewing the movie, let me let me establish Admiral, whose side are you on? Uh, going into this fight. First are of you all Team Godzilla okay. or Team First Kong? of all, Monkey? No. Radioactive lizard, yes. Oh good, that's gonna make for a good show, because I was on Team Kong. You all monkey? Because he had a better establishing movie. You all monkey? Monkey. I'm on Team Kong on this one. Man. Godzilla all the way, bro. Every movie, I've always been on Godzilla's side. Even in the original Godzilla, when it was basically a drama about the the role of nuclear uh, energy. Still on on Godzilla's side. Like, you get him, Godzilla. You get him. Now, I love how you mentioned the original Godzilla movies in this. uh, Because I want to go ahead and address something that I've seen from a bunch of other critics... Who, who all say, especially in these new remakes, that the human plotlines and storylines are really stupid and the monster fighting is awesome. Yes, but they're much better than their original counterparts. <laughs> in every possible way. The, the human drama, even though it is kind of boring to us, at least it's not stupid and campy and problematic in 20 different ways it might just See, be problematic okay. in I'll one give you, way I'll give you problematic like, in 20 different ways but I like campy and stupid let's just be honest I like campy and stupid that's just me Okay. that's just me oh we got a we got a disembodied dog voice coming out the window here I wonder if Fantastic Miss Fruit is going to hear it oh alright so Admiral With, can you take us through the plot, if there is a plot. Oh, this motherfucker. This Are you serious? I always try to get you to explain a plot, and you never officially do, but then you turn the tables on me? Well, guess what? I'm ready, bitch. I'm fucking You're ready. I'm the one that has Wikipedia pulled up. I'm the one that has IMDb pulled up. I know we got jobs. That's what we do here. We review movies and shit. Alright, so five years after the events of Godzilla King of Monsters, aka the movie But My Show Has Not Seen, a movie I haven't seen. Uh, King Degora, uh, gets beaten, uh, by Godzilla, and Kong is apparently... Ghidorah is the multi-headed one, uh, right? Uh, excuse me, he's not multi-headed, he has three heads. Three. It's the Hydra. He has three heads. Three heads. So it's a Hydra. No, because only one grows back, not two. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's a solid um, actually. I'll give you the point. Yeah, now who's the nerd? Um, so basically Kong... According to Twitter, I'm still the bigger nerd. Apparently. Kong, Kong gets captured and puts in a cage, and he's there. And, uh, and then apparently he learns from, uh, one of the native, uh, little, uh, girls from his island, from Skull Island, is there. And we get to see her perspective, and I immediately go, it goes completely silent, and I go, oh, she's deaf. And Patron just goes, how can you tell? I was like, it's silent. Like, the whole, the movie is silent yeah. from her perspective. Yeah. Yeah. The only, I only have one thing that I, suspension of disbelief for this movie. Just one thing. And it's very small and minute. We will get into other What's things that? that will boggle people's minds. But I'm like, you know what? It's a movie. Like, just let it go. A person on a... Native Skull Island 
they may not have the same language for sign language that us Americans do. And I understand people have come up and goes, oh, well, the girl who was played by, I think, Rebecca Hall? Yeah. Rebecca Hall. Yes. She yes. apparently, quote-unquote, taught this little girl American Sign Language, which I'm cool with, but show me in, like, flashbacks, don't tell me just in a one sentence. Like, oh, I taught her everything she knew. Like, uh, okay, can you show me some flashbacks of her teaching Kong, too? Because now Kong knows American Sign Language right away? Like, bam. That's my only suspension no. of disbelief is that that they didn't show us, like, a backstory or anything, like, flashbacks or anything about her okay. learning. Okay, okay, okay. Can, can, I, can I give you some comfort here? Um, I watched a featurette a few nights ago uh, uh, all about the behind-the-scenes making of, the, of this movie, and especially from the perspective of director Adam Wingard. Adam Wingard wanted to make a six-hour-long movie. And I'm fine with that. Why didn't he do it? Studio. Typical studio. So much, of why, so much of why this movie, when it feels choppy, when it feels like it's missing pieces, when it feels like it's taking shortcuts and people are doing the whole Game of Thrones teleporter thing, mm -hmm. fast travel thing, it's because they cut huge, important chunks out of this movie and director adam wingard wanted this to be a six hour long epic i'm fine with that adam wingard so release the adam wingard cut hashtag release I the agree. adam wingard cut hashtag release it so, i'm not invalidating your criticism there because i agree i also wanted to see more of this girl learning sign language and therefore learning how to further communicate with kong that being said her sign language communication with Kong isn't necessarily, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you know a lot more ASL than I do. Um, a lot more, actually. Um, she's, it, it's loose ASL, right? I mean, that's technically what ASL is, if you think about it. It's very It's all kind of loose. It's all different dialects. But, like, it makes more sense that her language is just shared from her and Kong. No, and I, really... I understand. I understand. That's just the, that's just the thing that I that want. That being said, she is one of my favorite characters in this movie. Yes. Because she is one of the only characters who is, like, personally compassionate toward one of these giants, one of these titans. Right. All right. So, we'll go ahead and uh, there's an Apex CEO, and he's like, hey, we, we need to go to this Hollow Earth theorist. And is so guess what guys? Hollow Earth is a thing in this ser in this series. Which you know what? I'm okay with. Because you know why? Cause that right there just makes me know that this is a giant monster movie. This is not you, set you know, in our you real know why world. They did this? You know why they did a hollow earth thing? Because they really wanted to make a sequel to Journey to the Center of the Earth. Really bad. I mean, I didn't mind it. I don't know if that's factually I actually accurate, enjoyed it. I mean, they did it. I enjoyed it a lot. I did. Like, I legit enjoyed it, and it was very good, and it was just amazing. And I love the aspect when they're flying down, and they move, and then they lay back and go forward. It's just so... It brings physics somewhere that it hasn't been before, or it acts differently, and that's personally why I like the Hollow Earth. Now, I'm not saying I believe in Hollow Earth, okay? 
I just like the theory of it. N- nothing about these movies is supposed to be I'm scientifically just, accurate I'm just making at all. sure that people don't think I believe yeah. in Hollow Earth. Okay? I'm just making sure. I think the important thing is that you don't believe in Flat Earth. No. no. I think ho- Hollow Earth is a better stupid theory to get on board with, even in a, even in a trolling way, than Flat Earth. Because at least if you believe in a Hollow Earth, you believe that the Earth is in fact round. Oh, you mean not where it's like a, a giant disc, and if you go to the edge, there's a 150 mile... You fall off. No, there's a 150-mile ice wall that you can't go that people are there with NASA staring down and making sure... Sure. Sure. That's a thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, cool. Well, so basically, um, you know... Disclaimer, Cinema Gems believes in science. Uh, okay, so this is where it gets convoluted. So, they convince... They they convince I'm Kong. I'm pretty sure it was convoluted three movies ago. They convince to use Kong to go to Hollow Earth to learn how to defeat Godzilla. And then they go to Hollow Earth in Antarctica. Did you catch the uh, Did you catch the reference to the uh, original 1963 version where they carry him by uh, by little by little helicopters? Little helicopters. Yes, although I will say I like the helicopters a little bit better than the balloons. I I only like the balloons because it's a model. <laughs> That's the only reason why I like the balloons. But whatever. Um, so, they go to Hollow Earth, and then, while that's going on... Now, help me out. Is this is this before the first monster fight, or is this after the first monster fight? This, I think, before? Okay. So we haven't seen them tear apart a fleet of battleships yet. Oh wait, no. That this is before. So yeah, so this is before. This is after. Sorry, okay. this is after. So so basically they're taking him to Hollow Earth on um on aircraft carriers and Godzilla finds out and goes, "Mode detected. Must kill." So basically jumps up. They start fighting. Um Kong would have died if they didn't release the uh, the charges, the under the underwater charges. Kong would have died. Yeah, Kong Kong was at a serious disadvantage here, but I just I love the monster fights in this movie. They're they're so fucking epic and crazy, and a lot like a lot of the same reasons I loved the fights in uh, Pacific Rim. You feel the scale of these monsters they, they, they don't mm-hmm. feel like models they feel like giants yep uh and so then we get this nice little battle sequence which i'm glad it wasn't spoiled in the trailer i'm glad i think it kind of sort of was but not 100 percent. not all of yeah. it thank god but yeah kind of sort of uh that's okay though because it was still awesome yeah so then they go to Antarctica to go to Hollow Earth. And while Antarctica's going on, Godzilla goes to uh, Hong Kong, I believe, to go yes. because there is some sort of disturbance that's coming from Mechagodzilla's skull. Oh my god, guys. Mechagodzilla's skull's still there. Okay. Now, okay, because I didn't see the previous movies, catch me up here. Did they revive Ghidorah from Mechagodzilla? Yes. So, okay. Ghidorah's skull 
is put there, and in cybernetics, it's technically controlled by... He controls Mechagodzilla, so technically, it's Mecha King Dagora. Oh, speaking of Apex, we're forgetting one important part of this movie that I thought you would have really wanted to mention. Um, Brian Tyree Henry, Oh, you mean the, cons- Hayes, the Conspiracy Theory? The Conspiracy Theory Podcast. Okay, that's hilarious, <laughs> but also very close to home. Yeah, I, I know. That's why anytime he popped up in this movie, him and Millie Bobby Brown's stuff, which I'm not going to lie, I've already forgotten most of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I've forgotten most of what the humans do in this in this movie because it's not nearly as significant as what the monsters do. Yeah, so... That being said, they had some funny moments. So, so, uh, so Mr. Henry uh, is a conspiracy theorist that has a podcast... That releases documents, but doesn't think that anybody can listen to his podcast or read it about it. Um, which, I enjoy his... Yeah, it's essentially like us uh, trying to expose Swapper Jacks if they did anything super, super, super shady. All I gotta say is that the his, whenever his character was on screen, I wanted the main focus to be on him and Melly Bobby Brown. Is that weird? Like, I wanted that main focus on them. Instead of it being more focused on the people at Apex, like I would rather it be them. Uh, I, Again, Adam Wingard wanted a six-hour, and I'm fine movie, with that, man. So you probably would have gotten that. That's fine. <laughs> uh, while this is all going on, they go to a uh, basically a giant train, essentially to go from I think San Francisco to or no, was it? Which, by the way. When they, when they, in the opening sequence, they said, they said, uh, Florida, that's supposed to be Florida. How the fuck is that supposed to be Florida? I don't know if you've ever been to Pensacola, Florida. That's not Pensacola, Florida. That is not, it's not Pensacola, Florida, okay? I'm just letting you know that right now. Not, that, if you had a picture, you know the meme of, uh, oh, Pam, where she's like, that's the exact same picture? No. Yep. That's not the exact same picture. That is something else. That is not Pensacola. I'm so sorry, but it's really irking my nerves that they're like, this is Pensacola, Florida. In the fucking what goddamn year? In what year? But whatever. Uh, so they go, and then they see that um, a couple of the skull crawlers from Kong Skull Island is being yes. are training Mechagodzilla, and I like that they're running... Like, basically in a little slot, and they get to it, and then they see all the blood spatter and all that, and then I don't think anything real, really else happens to them. Like, after that, I think they go back to her dad, Millie Bobby Brown's dad, but that's it. Like, I don't remember besides, you know, but look. So then you go back to Hollow Earth, and then Hollow Earth... Kong gets his weapon my axe honestly one of my favorite parts of the movie one of the only parts that had me kind of excited was kong getting his mjolnir or stormbreaker or whatever you want to call it god his axe his axe what what would you call this weapon atomic breath diffuser oh come on think of a better name than that atomic breathless Yeah, we'll, we'll workshop it. We'll, we'll come up with something. <coughs> we'll later. edit it in later and post. It's okay. 
<laughs> so, uh, basically, it's Godzilla's dorsal fins forcing, fastened into an axe. And um, I love that Godzilla, however many miles he is above near, in Hong Kong, he literally just, like, senses Kong, blows a atomic breath straight down, and sees Kong, and he's like, Wah! So then... Kong's like, okay, well, fuck you. So he just fucking just goes up, kills the bad people on Apex, but leaves the good people alive. And then we got a fight that's basically in a techno club with Mechagodzilla fighting as well. And then yeah. they, they, punch, they punch a little bit, and then they realize that Godzilla can kick Kong's ass. So, Kong literally has to be defibrillated back to life. Literally, he died. And he had to be yep. defibrillated back to life. Kong got his butt kicked a little bit in this Godzilla is getting his ass kicked by Mechagodzilla. So, they both team up together to kill Mechagodzilla. They kill Mechagodzilla. And then... It shows that... Godzilla swims away in a moment of triumph, in, the, in, a, in a moment of mutual respect for now. Yeah, they basically are like, hey, I understand what's going on. We're going to go our separate ways until we got to come again. But you get Hollow Earth, and I get the surface. Got it. Like, that's that's it. That's, that's the movie. Pretty much. <laughs> um... Now I do have to say because of that ending, because of of Mechagodzilla coming in and the two having to join up against Mechagodzilla, you know what this means, right? What? Matt Pat Matt Pat was right. Matt Pat was totally right. Matt Pat did a theory weeks before uh, the movie came out, uh, a film theory, basically saying who's going to win between Kong and Godzilla. Uh, nobody. It's going to be a draw because someone is going to, a third monster is going to show up and they're going to have to join forces to beat this monster and they're going to have a mutual respect. And that's exactly what the fuck happened. That's exactly what Matt happened. Pat, I don't know how you do it. And, and Batman versus Superman. Also, yes. Like, whenever they have these versus movies, unless they're mortal enemies and want to kill each other, I'm just like, oh, oh. We're going to be angry, and then we're going to see a potential threat and come together and work together and do this thing. Like, that's how all the movies are, man. That Yeah, that's how these all are. It's cool. Matt, It's a matter of audience, audience expectation, I guess? Matt Pat didn't, didn't come up with that. He recycled that idea. He recycled it. Because he watched Batman. If anything, he called it based on the existing tropes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't recycle it. The studio recycled it. Bum, bum, bum. So, in case this is y'all's first time listening, we have a bit of a rating system on here. Uh, and it's pretty simple. Um, Whole Gem, amazing movie. I'd watch it again. I'd buy it on Blu-ray. All that fun stuff. Um, all right, Jeremy Gem, Johns, calm yeah, down. It's okay. okay. I Look, I am a fan of Jeremy Johns. I do shout out his work occasionally. I do watch his reviews still. He's, he's a fantastic movie. Is he still, is he still being um, butthurt? Or has he got over it? But heard about what? Uh, moving to California, not making it. I'll explain that later. Okay. Um, he, he wasn't exactly 
butthurt about that. It was TLDR. He moved out to California to be a part of Collider and their whole movie talk thing. And he just didn't like California. Mm. He, he, he was just like, eh, this, this, this scene isn't for me. I'm going to go back home to Seattle where I can make movie reviews and make a comfortable amount of money from the comfort of my own home in the place that I know where it's not super claustrophobic and toxic all the time. Oh. It's not so much that he didn't make it. It's that the environment of Hollywood is toxic as fuck. Yep. I don't blame him at all for that. Anyway, rating system on cinema gems, whole gem, amazing movie, half gem. All right. Movie. I'd watch it when I'm drunk. No gem, horrible movie. Avoid it. Admiral half gem. Half gem. I agree. This this is um, maybe teetering toward a whole gem, depending on how drunk you are. <laughs> like honestly, the the more alcohol you have in your system, and maybe like the better day you're already having, it might skew your perspective to make you think that it's a much better movie than it actually is. Because it is fun. There are really fun parts of this movie. Um, I think some places where it suffered are, of course, the editing, which I can't necessarily blame the director. Um, All the problems with this movie, all the things I want to criticize, it's all studio interference. It's all the studio taking this artist's work and going, nope, 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 nope. All right, you can do this. Wait, that's half of what I wanted to do. Where's the rest of my story? Never going to see the light of day. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, guys. I liked it. It, it was that. Fun. That is our review, but of Godzilla versus uh, Kong. But we're going to talk about, uh, there was a text message sent from a listener uh, to me. Um, and he has been going back. He's, he's a new listener to the show. So he's, you know, found a, found a few episodes. So he went and found... Um, he went and found the episode that we reviewed Olympus has fallen. He was like, he was like, Hey, this is, this is big long, by the way, that's his official name. That's what he wants to be called. Big long, big long. Is this the, the guy at the party you were talking to me about the, the party where everyone was vaccinated? Yes. Thank you for trying to call me out. Yes. Everyone was vaccinated. Uh, That that wasn't a call. Everyone was vaccinated and it wasn't a big party. Okay. It was only a group. It was a, it was a small social distance respectable respectable. It was only a gathering. group between fifteen and twenty people. Okay, okay. Yeah. This wasn't a party. It was a gathering. And you have a big yard, so there's room to space out. Uh, he goes. By the way, I listened to y'all's podcast uh, about the episode of Olympus Has Fallen. This is his exact quote. Big long. This. I uh, thank you for this. Your Gatlin gun sound effects were hilarious. Thank you. I practice so much on my Gatlin gun noises. <laughs> so much that you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it for you guys right now. You ready? <laughs> I practice so many times the noises that sometimes the dogs are like, what the hell? What is he on? What is he on? No, wait, I, ha- I have to ask the voice actor question. Are you doing that by rolling your tongue or or 
like blowing a raspberry with your lips? Uh, kind of both. Are you doing the or uh, kind of both? Okay, because there's a trick to it. You, I I agree. I agree with Big Long. A plus sound Mm. effect. And I also cup my hand somewhere so it makes the sound better. You're on your way to being as much of a human soundboard as I Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> People are probably like, what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> the fuck? The Cinemaniacs know what they're they know what they're in for when they turn us on. They're like, I'm ready to listen to conspiracy theory podcasts about movies. More like I'm ready to listen to two of the biggest dorks I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Just go off and rant about God knows what. All right, so we're gonna talk about quarantine watch list. Go ahead, but Maestro himself, go ahead. Oh, you're put you're putting me on. Yeah. First. Now, right, you so now you know how it feels. Now you know how it feels. That's fair. Uh, I got two. What you um, got? Two shows that I just recently finished. Uh, first, about a week ago, I finished uh, the nanny. Okay. Uh, on HBO. It's on HBO if you've never seen it. Uh, GLaDOS had watched it on Nick at Night. Um, I wasn't allowed to watch Nick at Night growing up for some reason that I'll never understand. Why? Um, I don't know. I don't know. My parents just banned certain channels at certain times for no explicable reason. And to this day, they can't provide a logical reason for why they wouldn't let me watch Ed Ed Nettie. They wouldn't let me watch... Count- I, well, I kind of get why they wouldn't let me watch Comedy Central, but they wouldn't let me watch Nick at Night. <laughs> Sorry about that. It sounded like it made you, made you spit out your drink. No, you were like, you were like, I don't know why they... You know, I know exactly why I couldn't watch Comedy Central. You came to the realization I, in that moment, <laughs> and that's what made me laugh, is that you were just like, oh, that's why. I, I do get why they wouldn't let me wouldn't let me watch Comedy Central at a certain age, um, especially like in the early and mid two thousands when Comedy Central was all TVMA. Yep. Um, but yeah, the nanny. Um, I hate how much I was invested in this show. <laughs> I hate how much I was invested in. Oh my god, Fran and Max just fucking kiss already. Okay, they've kissed like five times, but they still have it. Just fuck already. Oh my god. Oh my god, propose to her. I've never been this invested in a show like this. Not in How I Met Your Mother, not in Friends. Because uh, the people in those shows are awful to each other. And I think that's the difference between The Nanny and all the rest of these shows. And I hate that I've never heard anyone really talk about this show in a positive light like this before. Because everyone in this show is just so wholesome and good to each other. Even Niles and Cece, who are constantly backstabbing and shit. That's just... That's the way they show affection. And they do address that later. It's just like, yeah, we poke at each other. But we actually do care about each other quite a lot. Unpopular belief, I don't like Friends. Friends, I, friends I, sucks I also, as a TV show. <laughs> like, I grew up with Friends, so I'm very familiar with it. I Anytime you, I hear, so no one told you life was gonna be this oh, way. I, I know I the theme to. song. I know the theme song. I, I just instinctually, like, without thinking about it, my hands drop whatever I'm doing and... 
So don't and, get yeah. you to work wine when that when that uh when that <laughs> That has almost been a problem a few oh times. Oh my gosh. Captain Cisco <laughs> Captain Cisco will be very upset. Captain Cisco will be very upset. But I I yeah, the show Oh my god, if you've never seen the nanny before, go through it. Watch it. It's actually pretty fantastic. It's one of the there last is a good good amount of filler. Yeah, it's one of the last good uh I would say sitcoms of the late 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, there is a good amount of filler and there is a good amount of things that definitely date the mm-hmm. show to the 90s itself. Um there are more than one very unfortunate number 45 references uh, uh cameos. Mm. Uh how you feel about the nanny is how I feel about Frasier. Okay. I mean, I also, I do also love Frasier. Yeah. Frasier, I feel, is underrated. A lot of people are like, yeah, Frasier's good. And then they'd never talk about it again. Like, they, they're not like, oh, it's, it is really good. And it should be talked about because John Mahoney's father. Yes. By itself is just amazing. Like there are who actually speaking of he makes uh one or two cameo appearances in the mm. I don't think I've seen his episodes. I've seen the nanny. I know everything that happens, but I haven't seen it from beginning to end. Oh. So yeah, that that's all I got to say about okay. the nanny. Like if I'm going to give it a gem rating, hold okay. gem. Uh, I have been What'd watching. I've been still getting through Night Rider season 4. They jumped the shark, man. Or in this can they jump the dumpster because legit the fire dumpster they jumped over it and season four sh- was there literally a dumpster on fire? no but technically there could be look season one through three <laughs> was great season four just just stop <laughs> like just stop just stop. like there was a point where i just i went up to dr almond kringle and i go man season four of night rider sucks and he goes I don't think I'll watch season four. I'm like, well, tell me that next time. <laughs> Be like, hey, don't watch after, uh, don't watch after season three. But it's like the community. I just gotta watch this. I gotta watch this fire dumpster. Like I gotta watch this fire dumpster. Um, and also, I'll I'll be honest about on on the note of community. Um, I've never watched past season four. Oh, you count yourself lucky. I watched the entire series. Yeah. I I just I when I hit like the middle of season four when Donald Glover leaves, that's when I start the series over. Okay. Well, you're not a true fan. You haven't seen the entire series. You're not a true fan. Okay. You're not a true sure. Fan. Sure. Um, I also have been watching this documentary limited series on Netflix called Murder Among the Mormons. Okay. Yeah. It's about you've got me with the title alone. It's about a bombing that was taking place over um, religious literature in the mid 1980s in Utah, Salt Lake City, about how Joseph Smith may not have been the person that found Moroni. It may have been his brother, and then Moroni wasn't really an angel. It could have been a white salamander, and then. What's going on? So, yeah. So, damn. Really great. I actually was watching that while eating breakfast, and then I paused, and then that's when you were like, 
I'm ready. So it was perfect timing. I was like, hey, I want to hold him in this series. This series is getting good, man. This series is getting good. You know that type of series that you can put on, not in the background, but you put on you can do other things? That's not this. This is something that you watch. You watch. It's funny because I was going to say the exact same thing about the second thing on my uh, quarantine watch list list. List list? Quarantine watch list list? What? Quarantine watch list. Are you are you list. the Labrea Tar Pits? Are you the the Tar Pits? Because that what that's what the Labrea Tar Pits stand for. The the Tar Pits. I'm sorry. That has always like, made me angry like, and confused. I'm sorry. Go on. Oh 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 oh. I I have a worse one for you. Oh god. That I feel like you should know as a Louisiana resident. Oh god. As as a local. Lake Pontchartrain. Do you know what Pontchartrain? Lake means in Lake. Native American language, it literally means lake. Lake, lake. The settlers, when they came down here, were just like, what do you call this? And they were like, Pontchartrain. And the settlers were like, cool, we'll call it Lake Pontchartrain. And the natives were just like, dumbass. It's lake, lake, stupid. It's it's lake, lake. Lake Pontchartrain is lake, lake. Uh, but yeah, my second one for today and I promise I'm done with quarantine watch list after this. Wait, what? You breaking Amazon quarantine Prime's. watch list? You breaking quarantine watch? You can't break it, man. I, I never said I'm breaking oh. quarantine watch list. Although, although, I, in two weeks I am fully vaccinated. Ten days. It's ten days now. Ten days. Basically. That's fine, but um, I, I hope you know that you still have to wear a mask. Invincible. You still have to wear a mask. Oh, I'm absolutely still public. wearing a mask. I've I've gotten way too used to wearing a mask to the point that I'm pretty sure I'm going to look really weird when I can finally take off my mask in public. I know that I make all kinds of weird faces and stuff under my mask, and I, like, not mumble under my breath, but, like, talk under my breath without any sound coming out in a way that you could only tell if you could read my lips. Huh. And I'm sure that when the mask comes off, I'm going to subconsciously do that, and it's going to look like I'm talking to myself like a crazy person. There he is. You heard himself. Crazy person after the pandemic. After he breaks his quarantine watch list, he's going to become a crazy person. You heard it here, folks. Look, we've been, essential, we've been essential workers for more than a year. I think we have every right to go just a little bit crazy. Not in a harmful way, but like in a cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs kind of way. All right. So what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Invincible. Oh yeah, I finished that Based series. Robert, I finished it. You finished yeah. it. Should I save my 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 rant of this show for a possible review down the line? Yeah, I was actually going to suggest it after we stopped recording. We could do it in like the first of June, like the first weekend of June. Cool. Then I'm not going to talk about Invincible. Today. Okay. Cool. We're going to save that for later. Okay. Uh, cool. Okay. I like. Uh, yeah, I finished the series. Like I really that's, enjoyed that's it. Fun. This was not planned, by the way, guys. Uh, this is what happens. Serendipity. Serendipity. A happy coincidence. Yeah, you hear that. You hear that. You hear that. Producers out there want to find a podcast to, to give us advertisement. We just do it off the fly. Oh, you see the Vincible? Oh, I've seen the Vincible. Let's review it in three weeks. Okay, cool. Bam. There's your show right okay, there. Cool. There it is. No big high techness. Okay. Just like serendipity. Well, look, guys, as always, guys, gals, 
non-binary pals, everyone in between. Look, listen. As always, if we said something wrong, if we missed something in our review of Godzilla vs. Kong, if we missed something in our review of our quarantine watch list things, as always, you can email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. You can tweet us at cinemagems underscore pod. You can DM our Instagram, which is cinemagemspod. Thank you. Um, Wait, before we go any further, I have a meme. What's your meme? I have a meme. The template! You ready for the meme template? Go for it. Okay, the meme template is Godzilla and Kong on the aircraft carrier. Alright? It says, Godzilla, book readers trying to pronounce the words. Kong, audiobook listeners pronouncing the words correctly. That's it. That was the meme template. My wife sent me. Patron was like, "Wait, how how do you pronounce Kong?" Kong. What's the wrong way to pronounce it? <laughs> I didn't know there was no the like way to no no. Kong. It's just they're arguing. They are arguing, even though they're fighting the same thing. <sighs> it's it's the joke. My, my Patron sent me that. My wife. And I laughed so fucking hard at it because it was hilarious because it's true. Oh, also, I read... Um, like a lot of memes, it might get lost no. in translation when you have to read it out Oh, loud. whatever. Whatever. You you understand it. Look. I mean what you know. So And also, I've read a little bit of Louisiana history uh, this past couple weeks. It took me about three to four weeks to read this book called Kingfish. It's about our governor, Huey P. Long. Oh, oh my God, he! I just—I literally thought of Harry Potter when they, when John Hurt goes, he did terrible things, great <laughs> but terrible. <laughs> That's who you belong in a nutshell. I knew he was a corrupt. Oh my God, he was. There is still shit what, in what play. Else did you learn? There, how, how there is still he? shit in our Louisiana government that he enacted that is not in any other state. Usually in these states, you get to pick the Speaker of the House for your Congress and um, uh, and judicial branches amongst your state. The the people of that, of, of you know, the, the people of uh, your legislative branches pick the speaker of that house who in turn talks with the governor in our state the governor picks that person what the fuck on top of that we also have serious infrastructure issues to the point that um tldr our water pumps which because we're basically a swamp we definitely rely on anytime it rains are again short version of a long story mostly broken because they are antiquated they're ancient mm-hmm. like there is an official uh construction terminology that i'm forgetting right now but it's basically somewhere along the lines of antiquated yep. uh, <laughs> these, these things are more than a hundred years old uh and, and also still expected to kick and also um he paved roads everywhere that's need to be but him being him, 
instead of making the roads 22 feet long, he just like, you know what? Let's save some money and go on 18 feet. Oh, and by the way, you guys can use my gravel company that I own and the major yep. stockholder in. So I get money. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Look. And what's funny is the corruption on that level didn't stop with no. him. No. It's as recent as... Who was the guy right before John Bell, but after Nagin? Oh, no, Nagin was mayor. Never mind. I was about to say, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Um, who was the mayor right after Nagin? Oh, you mean uh, Mitch, uh, fucking, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, basically, like, every mayor New Orleans has had, like, leading up to Mitch McConnell, they all had, like, a cousin Not Mitch McConnell. He's a, not Mitch McConnell. Mitch my my bad, Mitch uh, Landrew. Yes, Mayor Landrew. Sorry. Um. Again, just got my vaccine. Oh, that's vaccine. what it is. That's okay. I'm gonna blame it on I'm, that. I'm, it's you know what it is. It's I'm the microchip. Listeners get vaccine when you have. It's the, the microchip. And if, if you aren't deadly allergic to it's it, it's a microchip that's not connecting to your brain yet. It's still rebooting. Yeah, no, they gave me a Sprint microchip. Okay. Uh, when you know, they they wouldn't listen to me when I kept telling them I'm on T-Mobile. You know, Sprint isn't going to be compatible. It's going to send error messages to my. You know, the joke was wrong. good, and then you just you just went a step too far. Just went a step too far. Go on. Again, I'm hoping that's why people listen to our show. Go on. I I forgot what I was saying. Oh yeah. Um. TLDR, there's nepotism, like, since UEP and leading into the modern day, there is serious nepotism and corruption. Basically, every government official has a cousin-in-law that's a contractor, and everything they do is like, all right, we're going to give our cousin-in-law a favor yep, and give him a ton of money that should have gone to taxes and should have gone to the people, but we're going to give this guy a ton of money to build our infrastructure um, even though they're not qualified to do it. Yep. All right, guys, so that has been our show. Thank you, Marty, the Arrogant Zerber, for letting us your website, lowrandpictures.com. Marty and the Arrogant Zerber, thank you guys very much for allowing us to be on your website. And also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And also, guys, we told you earlier what it is, but we're going to say it again. Email cinemagems15 at gmail. Twitter. Cinema Gems underscore pod. That's the Twitter. Yep. Cinema Gems Instagram. Cinema Gems pod. Hey, you got it all? Let us know what you want to do, what you want to hear, what you want to see, what you want to see in your brain. Questions, comments, concerns, recipes. We want to know. All of the above. We want to know. As a, never mind, I was going to make a joke. I was going to say, as a mediocre man once said, we want to be the podcast that no, you want to listen to. Look, guys. That that's an honest description. I appreciate. Rumor mongering, overachiever, mediocre at best. Rumor mongering, overachiever, overachiever approves. <laughs> Look, guys. I say it every week. Be kind to yourself so that you can be kind to others. You can't pour from an empty cup. Take care of yourself so that you can take care of others, and you can be kind to others. As always, Black Lives still and always matter we love you guys take care of yourselves keep wearing your mask in public 
get vaccinated if you can, when you can. Keep being careful. Keep being kind. We love y'all. Alright guys, wipe your hooves and see you later. And also, Black Lives Always Matter. Bye. Always.